0: Are you at all concerned about the rising default rates? I assume no risk for the products myself, Mark. Okay. So let me get this straight. The bank calls you up. They give you the bonds they want to sell. They give you clients. They give you money to run your business. They give you fat fees for doing so. But you represent the investors? Is that right? Yeah, but we're not in the Merrill Lynch building. Okay, Where we're are in New you? Jersey. You're 20 minutes away. Well, five easy helicopter. Okay, that's funny, huh? That's hilarious. Oh boy, your boss is about to explode. No, he's Hold too on. curious to Hold on. So, the next episode of the Crazy Pills podcast, and um. i gonna learn something interesting today, okay? So I think we'll end up talking about uh, gold and silver, silver specifically. But I'm gonna start out by teaching you something about gyms, okay? Uh, so, uh, like a LA Fitness, Gold's Gym, Planet Fitness, right? Those are called big big box gyms. Yeah, did you know that? No, you did not know that. Okay. Do you work out? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? No. Okay. No, but uh, okay. So for the big box gyms like they have a business model okay so um i think it was this was a few years ago but there was an episode it was on uh i think the episode was called planet money and you can look it up planet money but they basically did a episode on planet fitness okay so planet fitness the one that's not one specifically i think they had six thousand members at that planet fitness and their capacity was actually 300, okay? Do you know what that means? There were so many people there. (laughs) Yeah, so basically only 300 people could work out at a time, but they had 6,000 members. Okay, so just I'll do the math for you. That means only 5% of their members can work out at a time. So their business model, and this is Big Box Gyms, uh, their business model is built on getting people that have a desire or, or that want to work out and they think they want to work out, but then once they actually sign up, they don't show up. Okay, because if people actually show up, um, then their facility can't actually support it. Okay, what do you think about that? I now here's that. the question, if that's the, what your business is built on, okay. how successful do you think you will actually be at helping people uh, become healthier, fitter, you know, and then consistently working out? I don't think would be that successful. There's no way, right? Because because no, like sure. if that actually happens, yeah. your business model will, will fall apart. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I know, I bring up that example because it's really similar to actually to uh, how our banking system works and then how gold and silver works. Okay, So fundamentally, the business model is built on it's it's, it's actually built on human psychology, right? And I like I know people that work at big factions like they're not they're not like some evil it's not like everyone who's associated with them not evil or anything, but the model itself is, okay, we can probably support, say, 6,000 members, and then out of that 6,000 member, uh, about 20% will work out consistently, so based on that, okay, we need to have a capacity for 20% of 6,000, right, so so then we can actually operate. Cause because the more people that shows up, shows up, then the bigger the space you need, and obviously the, the cost is gonna be more expensive, right? So like everything is already more like mathematically done, and they're counting on most people not showing up. And then also, uh, this is funny, right? If we start <coughs> like a New Year's Day special, and then we run like a deal, right? So if you sign up for a year, instead of it being $35 a month, it will actually come out to being 17 bucks a month. It's more likely that you're, you're I'm not more likely, you're, you're actually gonna get more people to sign up but then the people that actually sign up for a year on a deal actually have a l- less of an attendance rate. Okay, so like everything is just done, and I think the people that are calculating this don't necessarily think of it yeah. as it's uh, you know, like <laughs> it's like a strong win. They don't think of it like oh like we're doing something uh, malicious or bad, yeah. right? But it's actually banking on people paying you and then not actually using your services. Okay, yeah. so that's you can see that's not probably it's probably not going to work out so well, yeah. right? So, let's actually go to banking. Okay, how familiar are you with a banking system? It's zero. It's yeah. <laughs> a rhetorical question. Okay. So, um, what's a bank? What, what are a couple bank names you can think of off the top of your head? Ooh. Bank of America. Okay, Bank of America. SunTrust. SunTrust. Uh, what's the bank I, I go to? Wow. I don't even know. You, you go to? Bank- you have a bank account? Yeah. Oh, damn. (laughs) Really? What am I paying for you for all the lunches then? You have a bank account? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, but Bank of America, SunTrust, Chase, uh, uh, First Green Bank. Right, you get the idea, okay? Yeah, I get the idea. Now, what do you think the banks do? What's what's the purpose of the bank for you? Uh, As a 16-year-old. Your money safe. To keep your money safe. Yeah. Okay, so you have money. You can store it there, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else do they do? Um, you can deposit money in your bank account. Okay, so you could deposit. So that's still more keeping it safe. Okay, yeah. so the primary function for you is that they are actually it's a place to store your money to keep it safe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to talk about something called uh, fractional reserve banking. Okay. Okay. Fractional reserve banking, and it's it's what banks use, it's been around for years. It's basically, uh, I think they could trace it all the way back into to uh, the Babylon times. Mm-hmm. So like over a couple thousand years ago. Okay, this is where it first started, okay? Some guys from way back then figured it out. If you use this system to do banking, mm-hmm. you can actually make a lot of money, yeah. okay? So, <clears throat> let's just pretend I'm the bank, okay? And then not. you're depositing and you have, uh, you're rich. You're depositing a thousand dollars, okay? okay. If you deposit a thousand dollars, right now technically I'm holding that thousand dollars for you. Yeah. Okay. Now based on the US rule like the the US law, you look this up. If my reserve balance sheet, so basically how much money I'm supposedly holding Mm -hmm. is less than sixteen million, I'm not required to actually have any set amount of money. Okay. Okay, so like if you let me if you deposit thousand dollars, technically I could go spend it somewhere else. I could go uh, loan it to someone else, right? It, it, like it doesn't it doesn't really matter what I do with it. Okay. Yeah. So if you deposit thousand dollars, and then you have a uh, and then there's someone else who wants to borrow money, I could take that thousand dollars and then lend it to that person. Okay. So now I'm picking your money you're not getting paid anything, right? Maybe if you, you have a savings account, you're getting, um, like 0.5% or whatever these days, I can loan it to someone else, right? There's going to be an interest rate. So you, you know what interest rate is? Interest rate is... So something's called like APR. So yeah. if I loan it to, uh, $1,000 to that person, uh, at a 6% APR, so 6% of $1,000 would be 60 bucks. That means, uh, after a year, not only, um, they have to pay me back, depending on you know how we determine how long it takes for them to pay me back. But uh, that first year, the interest rate, uh, if they don't have to pay any back, basically I could charge them sixty dollars uh, $60 on top of the thousand dollars. Okay, I'm, I'm making it very very simple. There's other factors, but you, you get what interest rate yeah. is, right? So if it, if it's two years, they're they're holding the my, the thousand dollars that obviously my thousand dollars. It's actually your thousand dollars that I'm lending to this other person. It was two years, now I made uh, $120 off of them. It was 6%. Okay? Does that make sense? Now, here's the crazy thing, okay? If you deposited a $1,000, and then I loaned it, or let the per- the second person borrow it at interest, that person has to deposit their money somewhere, right? Now, since they're already, I'm only the money, and then banks actually have this, you know, like, uh, it's like preference, I don't know if it's like an official rule, but like if I'm loaning someone the money it's more than likely that they're gonna bank with me too, okay? So now that I loan person, the second person, the thousand dollars that you deposited, yeah. they're gonna have to deposit into my bank account too, okay? And then so now they have a bank account, it says they have a thousand dollars, you have a bank account that says you have a thousand dollars, I literally created thousand dollars out of thin air on my uh on the uh balance sheet does that make sense yeah what do you think about that so if i get money you also get, huh? back. So get, money, you also get money back say that again like if i if people put money in my like if i get money yeah then you also get yeah. money also yeah so i took that original thousand yeah. dollars and now because i loaned it out and then that person deposited back, right? It's like, they have to pay back in the future, yeah. but, the, but they get the money in their bank account, right? And they bank with me, you have $1,000 in your bank account, the second person has $1,000 in their bank account, but there was only $1,000 originally, but yeah. there's actually $2,000 now, yeah. right? So I basically created a $1,000 out of thin air, and I get to charge interest on the second person. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. what do you think about that? Um, that's crazy that's crazy right now here's a here's a, where it gets even crazier now once the second person deposits the money I can take that money and actually loan it to a third person yeah okay I can loan it to a third person and so basically fractional reserve banking I could basically by loaning by not having to hold the money that I'm, I'm on the hook for so like technically if there's 10 of you guys, you'll have a $1,000, right? I need to have 10. Like you would think I would have to have $10,000 available at all times to, uh, just in case you need to actually get the money back, right? But this this actually goes back to what I was talking about earlier, if my reserves, uh, whatever's on my uh, liabilities list, uh, so liabilities is how much money I actually owe because people are counting on it, right? Is less than 16 million. Banks don't have any requirement to hold any amount of reserves. So I don't have to have that money available. If it's between 16 million and I think like 125 million, I'm required to hold 3%. Okay. Okay. So let's just say it's not just you for a thousand dollars. It's enough people where there's 50 million dollars. Okay. I only need to hold uh, 3% of 50 million would be uh, uh, 1.5 million dollars. Okay. So even though people think. There's enough people that think you know they have a, they have fifty million dollars in my bank. I only need to actually have one point five million dollars. Okay, if your liabilities sheet is over one hundred and twenty-five million, so basically now if it's like three hundred million, I'm required to hold ten yeah. percent. So if it's like three hundred million, then I need uh, um, thirty million dollars. Okay, never mind that. If everyone wanted their money back at once, I can't produce the three hundred million. I just need to be able to produce the 30 million, by by, by law, okay? okay? So that's fractional reserve banking. What do you think about that? Isn't that kind of similar to uh, a big box room and counting on people not showing up? Yeah. So basically, when uh, when it's called a run on the bank, so let's just say, you're like, oh shit, I can't trust banks anymore. Okay, I need to get my money back. Okay, so you want to pull your $1,000 out, you want to keep it in cash, or you want to pull it out and then uh, uh, buy gold or silver or crypto with it because you, don't, you can't trust cash anymore, okay? If there's a run on the bank, when there's enough people that want to do that, the bank can't produce the money, they fail. Yeah. Right? Because everyone was counting on being able to get that money that's in the bank account, right? If I go log into uh, Bank of America, right? I can see how much money I have in the account, right? But if there's a run on the bank where you actually need to get your money out, and there's enough people, right, that, that wants to do that, boom, the bank can't deliver, you fail. Yeah. Okay? Now, what... Uh, we're told, what we're taught is that but there's the FDIC. So I forgot what it's called, uh, I forgot what it stands for. FDIC is uh, basically it's insurance, okay? Don't worry, your money is insured up to, uh, I want to say $500,000, don't, don't, don't quote me on that. It's insured up to a certain amount by the U.S. government, mm-hmm. okay? So like, if the bank fails, you're insured where you'll get that money. Mm-hmm. Now, the FDIC, if you actually research into it, this insurance, it basically is um, again. I'm going to make it simple first for, us, for us It's basically if the bank, if the bigger bank, if it really fails, that FDIC money just comes from taxpayer money. Okay, okay. so basically, you don't have to pay taxes yet. Well, like you no, know, Sharon has to pay. Your mom has to pay taxes, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if the bank fails, right, and it has to go to the insurance, that insurance of so the money in the bank actually comes from taxpayers. Yeah. Okay, so basically your mom is contributing to money that um, that that if banks because of the way they're doing banking that they can't actually deliver because there's a run on the banks. your mom has to pay money for for the banks yeah. to because of their uh, banking system to the people that fail. So you can, And you can see how like it's almost like what if I actually banked with that bank that failed? I literally might have to pay taxes to the government, so then they can actually pay me money back. You can see how it doesn't actually work, Yeah. right? And that's actually what the uh, this fractional reserve banking and FDIC is. <laughs> I guess so what I'll do you say, think? What do you think about that? Um. So. So you. So if it fails, yeah. you pay money to the government, right? Well, we get taxed over okay. tax year. So like there's an income tax, right? Yeah. So when you turn, uh, I forgot the, the the number. Like you could claim to be a dependent of your parents, but at some point you're, you're a grown-ass adult and you have to pay your own taxes. Yeah. So basically, uh, depending on how much money you make, on average, we'll just say it's like 20%. It, it fluctuates depending on your uh, income bracket. So if you're making like, Twenty thousand dollars to forty-five thousand dollars a year. You're paying this percentage. We're making fifty thousand to like $200,000, dollars. You're paying this percentage. Okay. Let's just say it's twenty percent. So let's just say you made fifty thousand uh, dollars next. You're making fifty thousand dollars next year. Based on income tax, uh, you have to pay uh, ten thousand dollars to the government as tax. Okay. So if you made if you made fifty grand a year. Ten thousand dollars of it automatically already goes to the government. You never see it. Yeah. Okay. And then they can use that to do whatever they want, including uh, paying for uh, insurance for banks that you know they, um, they there's a run on the bank. They can, they fail. They can't produce. Okay. does okay. that? F- <laughs> what do you think about that? What do you money. think about banks? Huh? <laughs> well, but that's the money. thing, though. What are you gonna do? You're gonna keep cash like uh, in your mattress, right? It's literally <laughs> like a like a screw yeah. you. What are you gonna do about it? Because even if you don't trust the bank you know that's messed up yeah. where are you going to keep your money right now my own safe man. your own safe <laughs> yeah. right but then you know it's so much easier when it's digital right you have a credit card yeah. you can just swipe it um it's so much easier right and by the way like when i say like it's below 16 million they don't have to keep it there's just there's no law requiring that they have to keep a a certain amount so they still have some obviously or else like you know if you want to take some money out they keep none then then boom, they're gonna collapse. But like, the, 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 the point is, it's no requirement below 16 million, 16 million to like 125 million, the requirement is 3%, and then above 125 million, it's 10%. It's a very, very low number. And when there's a run on the bank, and it's happened multiple times in US history, the banks fail, not even multiple times, like like just over and over over again, it's happened, right? And it's, it, it, to be fair, it happened a lot more like 100 years ago, right? But it still happens, when during like crazy economic times now, there's a run on the bank, they can't produce, boom. Like, where's my money? Like, you never had the money. It was just numbers. (laughs) uh, uh, Like when you look up uh, on your app, okay? So you can see why I started with the uh, Planet Fitness, right? It's the same thing. If a bunch of people actually wanna work out at the gym that they pay for, they can't deliver, they fail. If a bunch of people actually want their money back, it's over, okay? So, what do you know about the whole GameStop thing? GameStop thing recently, what have you heard? Okay. And I just want to know what a high school kid who knows nothing about this actually Uh, thinks is going on. Only thing I heard is something like GameStop is going out of business, something like that. Say that again. Like GameStop is going out of business. Okay. And now they have these stocks that. Uh A bunch of people are going to okay. invest in I have to get make big profit because okay. right now the interest rate really low. Okay. So they think they invest in it. The interest rate got go really high. They got to make a lot of money out of it. Okay. So you think it's? Uh, I know. So you think GameStop is actually going out of business? Yeah. But then a bunch of people will just say, "Hey, if we go uh, pump money into GameStop, uh, what interest rate? What do you what do you talk about interest rate? Like." Like, <laughs> it's okay. just like just, it's just like, whatever you think. It's like money like value of money. Mm-hmm. It's not like that valuable. It's just the same thing like interest dorms, like towards GameStop. So interest or interest rate? Rates. Okay, interest rate's really low. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Yeah. Okay, but then but then basically it's like if, if you use, everyone buys GameStop, the price of GameStop is gonna go up and then you can make money. Yeah. Okay. So that's what you think it is. Okay. Yeah. But, so basically it's just like a bunch of uh, internet, internet community like message board guy just getting together to drive up GameStop stock to make money. Mm. Okay, but that's not what it is. Okay. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> let's just say I want to sell you this coffee, right? Okay. Okay. It's going to be twenty bucks. Are you going to buy it? No. Okay. So supply demand right yeah. my supply and then at the price you're not gonna buy it okay let's say it's full of delicious okay i'm gonna sell it to you for two cents are you gonna buy it yeah yeah it's easy <laughs> you can buy a bunch right and it's actually really good coffee okay what about two dollars <laughs> no <laughs> no okay so right now that's that's above okay what if this is like um like the most magical potion ever okay, <laughs> okay. and then uh everyone in your grade wants it, like they're all trying to get it, it's very rare they can't get a hold of it, right, and um, uh, if you get it, basically all your problems will go away, every woman would just think you're the greatest thing ever, Uh, you could just roll roll out of bed and money would just fall in your lap, okay Uh, (laughs) uh, and then they all think, and then everyone would just think you're really really cool, and then all the all the kids that that uh, that when you talk to them, it's like they don't understand what you're saying. All of a sudden, because you drink this, like you have a confidence, and they just get it, and like you can actually help the people you want to help. Like it's just this magical potion. Okay. okay? Well, I just pretend it it's like that. Okay. All of a sudden, would you pay fifty bucks for it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, but what if there's a, the whole everyone in your grade also wants to pay fifty bucks for it? Okay. And then who do I sell it to? Okay. Well, you know what? Everyone wants to pay fifty bucks. Okay. I'm gonna sell it for 150 bucks. Okay. Who wants it? Okay. Okay. What if everyone in your grade one is willing to pay 150 bucks, then it's going to go higher. Yeah. Right? So there's supply and demand. Okay. If there's only one of them, it's going to be way higher. If there's like a million of these and it's easy to get, then I can't, you know, I can't I can't sell it for that price, right? Yeah. Because okay, fine. I'll let Joshua get this one. Have a drink anyways. So I just get another one. Yeah. Right? But there is less, it's more valuable because there's less. Okay. So <coughs> when it's a stock market it's the same thing okay if I'm buying GameStop stock right someone has to actually be willing to sell it to me, yeah right if no one's willing to sell it then I have to pay more money so if you're not like if you want to buy this I have to actually be willing to sell it to you like I want it for 20 bucks well no okay 40 bucks uh, okay maybe I'll sell it to you okay so that's there's always a supply and demand so when you're buying and selling stock you're always matching up with a buyer or you're matching up with a seller okay so what happened with uh, GameStop is that uh, Wall Street, you know what Wall Street is? You heard of it? I heard of it. Okay, so basically very big like investment banks and um, specifically in this case it's hedge funds which are always tied into the investment banks. They are basically, uh, they decided to short a stock. So when you short something that means you're you're counting on the stock price going down. Okay so they decided to count on that GameStop is going to go down and they could do it in a lot of uh, uh, shady ways where like spreading rumors, uh, uh, basically pumping more money, they could sell it so like other people get scared. So like basically if you're holding a stop, uh, stock in GameStop, right, all of a sudden you see it dropping, you're like, oh wow, I need to get out before um, it goes down lower so I lose all my money. right? So they can actually drive or move the price to so actually get other people to jump in on that to actually also sell, so they can they can basically trick other people into selling, okay? Yeah. It's not necessarily a bad thing to short a stock, mm-hmm. but um, there are certain aspects of shorting a stock where it becomes mm-hmm. illegal and very, very shady, okay? So what happened is, there's a, uh, you know what a hedge fund is? No. Just think really, really rich people who put money into some, someone to manage uh, uh, their money mm-hmm. that help them make a lot more money, okay? So uh, the Reddit, the message board guys realized that uh, there's a specific hedge fund called Melvin Capital, they, decide they they were shorting GameStop stock, but there was only a certain amount of uh, stock available right, in GameStop that you can buy, and they basically did the bank version where they created more stocks than were actually available. Okay. Uh, just like I created more money than actually was available in the banks. They created more stocks than actually available um, to sell to short and uh, they were and it's like a thing you know hedge funds, Wall Street they've been doing this for decades, all right It's like a, it's like a safe thing whatever no one's gonna catch us. but the reddit board actually caught onto it and then got a bunch of people to actually move the stock up. okay so if I think the the price is gonna go down, right um, and then you're driving the price up, then then uh, when I created a bunch of shares, now all of a sudden I'm uh, exposed, I'm exposed where I can't cover it. So if the price actually goes up, then yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah. Okay, so basically it's like I made a bunch of promises thinking like I didn't have to keep it. And now all of a sudden it went up, I have to keep it. I'm like, oh, uh, I, can't, I can't do it, you know? Or like, you know, let's just say you're dating like five girls at once. <laughs> girl- go you're, dating, on <laughs> you're dating 10 girls at once, okay. right? You're like, oh, they're all really, really flaky, you know. So if I actually make a date with ten of them at this um, on this day, okay. only two of them are actually gonna show up and wanna actually like, go on the date, right? So then, like, you know, you have more than enough time. Yeah. What if the girls realize that he have been doing this, right? And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, uh, no, he doesn't have enough time to go on a date with all ten of us. So we all agree, and we actually show up on when he promised. He won't be able to keep his promise. Do <laughs> okay. you, see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's basically what happened with the GameStop and the, the hedge fund. So then they, they their lie got exposed, and which is why like it's it's really, really awesome. Because this has been going on for years. So basically, if you know someone's been lying and manipulating and cheating all the time, 10 girls, right? And then boom, they actually got called out on it. And then they just got caught. Um, the, the saying is they got caught with their pants down okay. or red-handed. Okay. okay, so that's kind of what's, what's going on with GameStop. Okay, does okay. that make more sense to you? Yeah. Okay, so it's not just that, like, the stock price went up and you can make money from it, but because, like, this whole, like, the stock market, um, Wall Street, the hedge funds, and how corrupt it was, it actually got exposed. And then people actually see how corrupt it is. And and now it's, like, it's, it's, this, it, it, it's this thing where there's actually attention on it, and it's very, very, like, it's brilliant. Okay. Does that make more sense? Yeah. Right? Or <clears throat> it's the equivalent of everyone who's deposited into Bank of America. I'm like, you know what? I don't really trust keeping my money in the bank. I want my money. I want to actually withdraw my money so I can invest in other stuff. And there's enough people that do that. And then, and then Bank of America is like, we don't have enough cash to actually, we don't have enough money to actually, um, to, to actually, to, to, to actually give you the money that, that we say that we have. And then people are like, "Holy shit! Like, what?" I thought my money was safe, right? Yeah. Or it's like, for some reason, the people at Planet Fitness decided they actually wanted to go work out. <laughs> like more than five percent decided they want to go work out at, at a time, and then all of a sudden, there's no room. You can't get into Planet Fitness, and then, and then, you know what they were promising, they can't deliver. Yeah. Okay. So, that's that's what that's what's happening now. It's very funny. Okay. So now we get into gold and silver okay so let's see it's good that I'm explaining it to you not that you're dumb But (laughs) you like one you probably don't care much about it but also Mm -hmm. like it's 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 if if you can get it yeah if he can get it anyone should be able to get this right because it's just you don't have a lot of experience with this okay so the gold and silver I'm going to talk specifically about silver the silver market once you start getting studying economics it's in my opinion and a lot of people that are more knowledgeable of this stuff would agree is probably the most rigged market in the world okay more than the gamestop stock even more than what they're doing with a fractional reserve banking it's the most rigged market and then that same group uh, wall street bets that's what it was called on reddit that kind of got everyone to start looking at gamestop and amc and blackberry and all this stuff Late last week, they yeah. also started uh, mm-hmm. um, They started a, a hashtag called uh, Silver Silver Squeeze. <coughs> okay, so basically, they're point. like, hey, if you think that was bad, take a look at the silver market. So now it's like they're, they're drawing the attention to the silver. Yeah, remember when I gave you a half an ounce of silver? Yeah, right. So, remember at, uh, t- at the time, I told you it was worth uh, 14, 13 bucks, right? Yeah, if this thing unwinds. So basically, if this thing happens the way I think it's going to end up playing out, that half an ounce of silver won't be worth 13 bucks. It'll probably be worth between three and 400 bucks. Okay. okay, because it's very, very suppressed. Okay, yeah. so um, I'm going to use stocks as an example, but it'll make sense for future. Okay, so for example, um, if we were going to uh, if you're going to buy uh, Google stocks, right? Okay, you're like, I want Google stocks, I want 10 shares, whatever, right? That's just, that's just you're buying shares in a company. Yeah. You know what that means? It's like percent ownership of a company. Yeah. Obviously, there's a bunch of shares. So if you bought like two Google stocks, like, yeah, I own Google. Yeah, you own shares, but you don't own enough or it really matters to them. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's stocks. Okay, it's called a security. That's a stock. Then when people that do the trading, they could get into something called futures. Okay, so futures is in stocks. It's a contract where by this date, um, you can buy shares of Google at this price. Okay, so for example, if you think the stock price is gonna go up, so right now, let's just say it's at $100, Yeah. okay? So you think it's gonna go up, you think it's gonna go up to $200, right? Yeah. And then there's a futures contract that I'm willing to sell you where in uh, two months, um, I'm willing to sell you that futures contract where you can purchase the stock at $120, right? Does that make sense? So in two months you could buy the stock at $120, but you think it's gonna go up to $200, okay? Then in two months when it actually happens, and let's just say the stock is actually at $200, you're not gonna buy the actual stock, you're going to um, execute the futures contract that I sold you Mm -hmm. so then you could buy the stock that you agree to at $120. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. As opposed to, say, uh, it's at $100 now and I sell you the $120 future contract in two months, but then the stock price went down and, you know, you got screwed. So it went down to $50, Mm -hmm. okay? So now the stock price is at $50. If you want more Google stock, are you going to buy it at $120? when it's currently at 50 No. No, right? You're, so basically, that you're just going to let that contract expire, and you're not going to execute on that contract. Yeah. OK, does that make sense? That's a futures contract. So that silver price, when I told you it was worth $13, $14 right now, for some weird reason, and I can't actually think of another commodity other than uh, precious metals, we somehow determined the spot price. So basically, how much gold or silver or palladium, uh, titanium, like not titanium. Actually, yeah, titanium. Is it titanium? I think it's titanium, too. Like, we determine how much metal is worth based on the futures contract price, like what it's trading for right now. So, uh, for example, uh, in gold and silver, right? Remember, I said the contract expires in two months. So yeah. that it actually is two months. Okay. So one month it's gold. Next month it's silver. The next month it's gold. So right now, like, uh, the silver's contract expires in uh, February, right? And then gold is in January and... March and then the next futures contract that you can bid on will actually be in April Mm -hmm. right so it will be every two months okay so for some weird reason when we're determining the spot price it's not what we think it's worth now it's actually the futures contract price so it's uh, the exchange is called the COMEX not that I'm expecting you to remember it's more for people watching right we actually base it off of the COMEX futures price and that, that's how we determine the spot price okay. okay so one it's like what the fuck like how how in the world do we determine the price of a commodity right like coffee gold silver on the futures price that's like that's backwards like it should yeah. be here's the actual price of it now and then there's a the futures price based on it right so that's already shady and people are too um, they just don't understand this stuff enough to even like see how crazy it is okay and then for the silver, uh, it's the same thing. Okay, so the futures price. There is only so much silver around the world, right? It's something that you mine. There's only so many ounces of silver. Uh, depending on the volume for the day, uh, in like two or three days, the amount of silver that's traded on the silver contract, right? So if I like sell or buy a contract for you, which is in a stock, right? It's just a contract for the stock. The amount of ounces of silver traded on the futures contract in like two or three days sometimes it's just one day is actually more than the silver that actually exists in the world Mm -hmm. in like two or three days or even one day is more than the amount of uh, silver that actually exists in the world so the the analogy equivalent that I gave you earlier is like now instead of like okay you're scheduling 10 dates with a girl on the same day Mm -hmm. it's like you're it's like you're scheduling like 200 dates on the same day yeah right it's like it's something like that ridiculous and when the when the uh, contract let's just say Google stock went up to 200 bucks and then you bought it you bought the contract at 120 so you want to actually exercise your contract to buy the uh, stock at 120 right and that's like um, the gold and silver version of that is you could either get get the cash equivalent so basically uh, okay you're like the contract is this much into the money, right? So you can actually just get paid cash or, you know, they could wire the money to you yeah. or you can take physical delivery. Okay, so like a contract is gonna be worth a thousand ounces of gold. It's for rich people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, like a thousand ounces yeah. is um, worth uh, like 20, 25, 26 grand right now, right? So like, you know, people aren't... You, know, you get the idea, right? But like, most people aren't gonna be doing that. But like, you can either um, take the cash equivalent of, of, of that, or you can be like, okay, I don't want the cash equivalent. I just want the silver that I, I actually, um, I, I, I purchased the contract, right? And most people aren't gonna take silver because a thousand ounces is heavy. It's, yeah. it's freaking heavy. It's a uh, thousand ounces of silver it weighs a couple couple hundred pounds, right? And then it's going to take up space. Like, where are you going to keep it? Like, what if someone just robs you, right? So yeah. normally, right, just like girls aren't going to show up for the day, just like people aren't going to take their money out. Uh, I mean, uh, people aren't going to, like, take their money out of the bank all at once, just like people aren't going to all show up to work out at the gym. Traditionally, people actually haven't wanted to take physical delivery from the yeah. comments, okay? But that same group, Wall Street Bets, right, they're starting to actually expose what's going on here, and then just how manipulated it is. Because when people aren't willing to take physical delivery, uh, then you can actually do a lot of stuff with the price, right? Because like you can trade over and over and over. Like there's only um, uh, you know this many billion ounces of silver in the world, but we just traded that much in two days, right? And like it's all in the futures market. Who cares? It's not real, right? Just contracts. But when people start taking physical delivery. All of a sudden, it, the comics can't deliver, right? Then the game's up. Yeah. It, like, it's like, what the hell? And then then what happens is to be able to cover the uh, contract price. So uh, if you want delivery, right? And then I only have so much silver available, but then I, I promise you, because I'm supposed to be reputable, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be able to trust me, and you need the money back, I can't deliver. Now I literally need to go. Um, around the market to actually buy more physical silver so then I can actually deliver to you. And what happens when I'm going around buying silver? The price is gonna go up, yeah. right? Because if I need to buy silver to cover the contract price and then we're like, whoa, like you don't get it for $26 like it is on the spot, you could buy it for $40 and then it's like, whoa, 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 there's too many people that wanna buy it for $40, now it's gonna to go to $80, that's called a squeeze. Okay, so that's, and then when someone is shorting, when someone is shorting, thinking the market is going to go down, and then they get exposed, it's called a short squeeze because now they have to actually go buy stuff to actually deliver. Yeah. And then as they buy more and more, it's squeezing the price up. And it's called a short squeeze. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, right now, uh, uh, there's a trend on Wall Street Basketball, it's like silver short squeeze. And you can already, you already see the beginning signs of it happening because it was a very, very corrupt and rigged and, and, and market and it's getting exposed. So right now, dealers are running out of physical silver, which puts more pressure on people to go get silver to uh, to actually deliver, right? And then you can see like the the, the, uh, the big banks like JP Morgan that have the most silver, they're, they're gonna be scrambling. It's like, oh crap, like we have, we have a lot of silver, right? So like they have a lot of silver, but they were sitting on it to, uh, in case, like basically, in case this stuff happened. Right, and now they actually have to deliver. So it's really, really funny. And uh, whatever happened to GameStop, in my opinion, is it's already starting to happen in the silver's market specifically. And we're, you're gonna hear a lot more about it in a month. Okay? okay? Now, when your friends ask you, I'm gonna, I would hope you have more knowledge on this now mm-hmm. than all your friends. When you hear about like yeah. silver, silver, silver. Okay. LA. Any questions of that? No. Or any comments? Give me something. Okay, I'll give you something Some emotional response Doesn't uh-huh. it piss you off? <laughs> like how do people not know this? How does some asshole who just owns a gym Know this? <laughs> you right? You I'm up. not an economist <laughs> no. How come people don't know this? Why are they allowed to get away with this? Because Because, because? I don't think They realize Hmm? I don't think they realize what... Like, does Sharon, does your mom realize that when she deposits money in a bank, the bank is utilizing fractional reserve banking, where they're they're not keeping her money in reserves. They're actually doing whatever they want with it to make more money. And then if she actually wanted all her money back, and then, like, like a bunch of her friends also wants her money back at once, the bank is going to fail. Yeah. Does she know that? No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't get my money out no. <laughs> just like, just well like, yeah but like that's the thing though right like uh you could get your money out all right so you know and, 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 and this is actually really good we'll end with this point right okay. you can see how like as soon as it becomes exposed you're like oh man maybe i should take my money out and then move it into something else yeah right so as soon as more and more people realize it they're going to want to take their money out and then our current economic structure is going to be very, very unstable and it's going to fail. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to be very, very uncomfortable for a lot of people because as soon as you realize the truth, this false sense of security is going to fall apart. Yeah. Okay? okay, and then people are almost scared of the instability, but you need it to fall apart and then for something more fair and not um, and not corrupt to actually arise and actually um, so yeah that's like the the thought that you have is probably what's going to happen when people actually realize what's going on in the economy they're basically going to act in a way more like wow i've been getting screwed and once they actually act in that way the 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 traditional uh institutions and like the mechanisms for controlling and manipulating people is going to fall apart and then it's going to um and then it's going to be very, very uh, shaky for a yeah. while. Okay, here's a here's a uh, playbook. Okay, are you ready for the playbook? Yeah. So, actually, we're going to talk about this in the next one. So I'm going to end that here. Okay. Do okay. you have any questions with that? No. Okay. No, no. So what do you think you should do with your money? Uh... Uh... <laughs> um. I can't take it out hmm you're like i don't know i'm just a kid i'm not gonna worry (laughs) about it like if more people realize i want to take their money out yeah it gotta be really bad it's gonna be really bad yeah well i want to say really bad because you make it like it's a bad thing it's actually gonna be really good it's gonna be very very unstable yeah like right but like it's like if you're well, you know, you're too young, but like, well, actually, you, you know, like, if you've been in an abusive situation, mm-hmm. okay, where you're just getting abused, and, and like, that just becomes a way of life, you're just like, yeah. that's just the way it is, right, and obviously, um, typically when you're in an abusive relationship, right, the person that's abusing you will actually make you think it's your fault, right, that's yeah. really common, you could get into like therapy, they'll make you think it's your fault, or they'll make you think that it's actually for your own good, yeah, okay, Right? So like when you do it, you're like, oh, uh, I'm doing something, like it literally messes with the victim's mind because they think, they actually think what's happening is for their own good. So when they're <clears throat> disrupting this mechanism that's actually been very harmful for them, they actually feel guilty, they're bad, they're actually scared of change because that instability, that, uh, that, that unknown is very, very scary and they've been told yeah. it's bad. But like for anyone else on the outside or anyone who has knowledge or knows this looking they're like, no, you're getting abused. You're getting abused like like that's just, it's gonna be different, but it'll actually be good. And yeah. like and, but the person getting abused doesn't realize it. Yeah. Alright, okay, so yeah. I think that's what's about to happen. It's okay. Very exciting. Okay, cool. Okay, let's send this view. Okay. And uh you have a oh by the way, you have a, a song you would like me to play at the end of this? Oh. Uh, darn it. Um... Yeah. Uh, something... I'm trying to think of a song that would go with this? Uh, oh, Well, it just be a song you like. Oh. As long as it's not NBA Young Boys, I'll we'll play. <laughs> <No, no. laughs> play, uh... Any song? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a song? I don't know too much. To Alright, that's fine. I'll come up with one.